I am here with Miss Pearline Nolan, someone that I have known for a few years now, uh, who has a dynamic, joy-filled relationship with Jesus that is beyond inspiring. So Miss Pearl, how long have you been walking with Jesus? Over 46 years. Over 46 years. And yes. in those 46 years, have you had hard times? And when I ask this, I don't mean hard times that sin brings on, but I mean hard times following the right way. Absolutely. Several, several. <laughs> so can several, you, several times. Can you think of one of those times that really you had to push in faith and how did you push in faith to break through and continue walking with the Lord? Well, there's, uh, there's several. One that comes to mind when I first got saved and spirit filled, I paid the price of losing all my friends that mm. I had at the time. And then my family thought I had absolutely lost my mind. And I had, I had lost my mind and found the mind of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> and how did you handle that? Uh, I, I don't want to call it rejection or isolation. How did you handle the feelings that came with that? Well, I knew exactly where they were coming from. So I was comforted in, in the fact that I understood them, but I also knew that I had to follow Jesus regardless of circumstances. And my heart was to please him. And I've been with that attitude all these years. And I think you make a great point there that we have to have grace for those who can't understand our journey. Yes. And many people, their families will reject them. Friends will reject them. And oftentimes, even a spouse, um, when you started the marriage, Jesus wasn't a part of the equation. No, and it, that was my case as well. And we were in our marriage about eight years when I got saved in Spiritfield. And uh, it was a rocky road already but it really became a rocky road after that but prior to I was very very depressed and hopeless and after being born again I was filled with joy delivered of depression and I had hope my circumstances did not change they got worse wow but I had the strength that Jesus gives in a relationship with him to walk through the hard times and wound up uh, being uh, left behind and uh, divorced. Never thought I would be that way. Uh, that wasn't even in my vocabulary and wound up being that. So I have great empathy for people who find themselves in a place they didn't want to be. And after that, I, I uh, just kept walking with Jesus. I mean, I, I walked in forgiveness with everything and, and he gave me really supernatural strength to carry on. So in that, um, those, those hard times, it sounds like that you had to keep on saying, yes, I will follow you, Lord. And there's a powerful saying that you have that is so simple, um, but it's profound and it can change lives. It's pray and obey and just say yes. So in your journey of yeses, because you said yes, 46, over 46 years ago, I'm imagining there has been a lot of yeses that have had to been told to the Lord over those 46 years. <laughs> Many. <laughs> Can you remember um, one of the hardest yeses that, that you had to give to the Lord uh, in obedience? I can. Um, in the home that I was raised in, 
in the church that I was raised in, women did not play a role of anything. And when I was spirit-filled, loving Jesus, he called me into ministry. And I had to have several talks with him about that because <laughs> I was female. Told him he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, have you not noticed uh, that I'm female? And um, he didn't care about that part. And I said yes to his heart to walk in the destiny he had called me to, not realizing what that, all that would mean. And didn't have a clue what that meant. And since then, I've, I have had the most wonderful journey of walking with him. And so many other women are now ministering the gospel due to that example. And I think that you have a great testimony for women, not just... Um, women who want to minister and preach the gospel, but maybe women who are in really tough circumstances in marriage or really tough circumstances in their family, feeling yes. oppressed or maybe even persecuted, that if you continue with him, he will come through. And now, uh, 46 years into ministering, uh, you have a lot of other young women who are now uh, teaching under you and ministering under you and also giving God their yes. So sometimes uh, the pushing against that hardest wall has quite a reward. And if someone's listening right now who's having a really hard time obeying God, um, maybe because somebody is uh, picking on them, poking at them, pushing against them, causing all kinds of obstacles, or maybe just the demonics coming at them, what would you say to that person listening right now? <laughs> what I would say is pray and obey. <laughs> <laughs> and just say yes. <laughs> and just say yes, regardless of the price you have to pay. Because... Uh, the Lord himself said we'd pay a price. And if you have to pay the price of being made fun of or ridiculed, persecuted with words uh, in this wonderful country, we aren't persecuted uh, with being put in jail or beat because we love Jesus. But I tell you what, people can throw some pretty mean hard rocks through words at you. And you just have to learn to not hold that sin to their charge, walk in forgiveness, and keep on doing what he's asked you to do. Amen. In John uh, chapter 6, when Jesus is about to uh, feed 4,000, but there's no food, and we know the story of the multiplication of the fish and the bread, but we don't always talk about the little boy who had the loaves and the fish, and that this little boy said, yes, you can have my lunch. And from that lunch, everybody there ate that day. And so I think it's important for people to know, even in the littlest yeses are the biggest miracles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, many, many times he would, the Lord would ask me to sow a seed of money when I didn't have it. <laughs> Sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it. And uh, one time in particular, back in 78, 79, somewhere in there, uh, I was at a conference in Houston, a little bitty church, and the, the pastor got up and said, we've outgrown this church and we need a new building. And I believe there's people here that can sow $1,000 into us getting a new building. 
And I was sitting there watching people stand up and pledge and, and give. And I thought, that is so wonderful, Lord, that they can do that. And I was sitting there with zero money. <laughs> my trip had been paid. My food had been paid. Zero money to have. And the Holy Spirit said, I want you to pledge a $1,000. And I said, well, you know, I can't. I don't have it. And he wouldn't leave me alone. You know how he does. He won't leave you alone. And <laughs> yes, I so, do. <laughs> so finally I said yes and stood up and pledged the $1,000. And this little church was Lakewood Church. Wow. With Pastor John Osteen. And I said yes to sewing $1,000 into that. And after I got home from Houston, uh, from that point for 12 months, we went six months without a paycheck. And we were not on any government programs or anything like that. And I paid that pledge. I don't know how I did it, but I paid that pledge. And it's it's been a marvelous journey um, ever since. And you've got some buildings now. I did. You know, you, you put a watermelon seed in the ground, you get a watermelon plant, then you get watermelons eventually. And with that building seed planted way back there, uh, in the year 2000, I had a wonderful 5,000-square-foot building donated to His Joy Ministries. And then in, um, let's see, what would it be, uh, 2018, I had a 22,300-square-foot building <laughs> donated. Just a little bit bigger. <laughs> just a little bit bigger. And it's just, I'm amazed. I am absolutely amazed at the Lord. But I've learned this through the years. Uh, His principles are sure. You can absolutely count on his principles working and one of them is what you sow you reap so it's always good to sow the good seed instead of the bad and I have found out whatever your need is plant the seed plant the seed and so your life is a testament that yeses produce miracles absolutely absolutely. (laughs) yeses produce miracles and you have said uh, you are a farm girl turned preacher to the nations that God has taken you from what you'd call just a farm girl uh, and made you a minister of the gospel into the nations in a profound, wonderful way. And this has come through a yes. Absolutely. And at one point while you're in the nation of Africa, thought you were going to tell God no. And mm-hmm. after your I did, first I'd year there, told him no. <laughs> and how how many years did you go after that no that you gave? Oh, him? that's been that we went in two thousand eight, and I was sitting there at our last uh, uh, meeting, and I was telling him, Lord, I've loved every minute of this trip, but I'm not coming back. <laughs> and that was two thousand eight, and I have been every year, sometimes most years, twice a year since then. <laughs> so you find that when 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 he becomes your shepherd. Yes. He becomes your absolute everything. Yes. Even when we want to say no, it really doesn't have any power in us. We have actually given our yes with our lives. How can you say no to the lover of your soul? I mean, how can you say no when he's asking you to do something? And I just, you know, just so many different occasions uh, said yes and saw him move mightily. That first trip to Africa... Um, it was life-changing. We saw the crippled walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, and many, many, many more miracles. Um, What a joy. And we've continued to see miracles as we go back. So for those who are listening right now, who now are being stirred, (laughs) 
<laughs> they're being stirred to turn their nose into yeses. Yes. Will you pray for them right where they are, right where they're listening? If you're running, if you're on your way to work, if you're at home and you're cleaning, whatever you're doing, just still your heart and receive this prayer that you will have courage to say yes where it's really hard to give it right now. Sure. Father, I just pray for the ones listening to this podcast. I pray, Father, that as you have dealt with them and their fear has tried to overtake their thought processes, I pray, Father, that you grant them strength, supernatural strength from your heart. I pray, Father, that you give them wisdom and let them just have a peek at their destiny even so. Father, uh, help them make their no into a yes with your heart. Show them how much you love them. Fill them to the fullness of yourself that they can say yes to your heart, to your will, to your calling. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Miss Pearlene Nolan.